All right, this is it. Welcome to the Inhuman Condition podcast. Uh, this is going to be the first episode. We've pre-recorded a handful of them, and we're going to start releasing them soon, but we wanted to kind of do a quick, hopefully not too scripted, intro to kind of tell you guys a little bit about ourselves and uh, about what the series is about. So without any further ado, Mike, why don't you take it away? Sure. Uh, so as he already introduced me, I'm Mike. Uh, I would say fortunately slash unfortunately, I tend to kind of have a worldview that's um, more instinctually from a psychological perspective. Um, it ultimately led me into a career of psychotherapy. So if that gives you some idea of what how we'll be talking here. Um, I'm 35 years old. I'm married. I have two children. Uh, that whole part of my life has definitely influenced my worldview. Um, socially, politically, I kind of tend to be the annoying guy in the room where I'm pretty centrist. And oftentimes I'll play devil's advocate, even if I agree with you, um, just because I really like to, I don't have this thing with bias, I guess, make, make people aware of another perspective or even empathize with the other's perspective. Uh, in my free time, I really have a car obsession. It's, a, it's problematic. It, it's a big time waster. Uh, I like to exercise pretty regularly. I like to be healthy, some for health, some for, let's be honest, a little bit of vanity. Um, I also like to hang out with my kids a lot. I like to reduce their self-esteem, which I know is uh, pretty contrary to, <laughs> to what the rest of you are probably trying to do with your kids by beating them in, in games. Um, of course, I'm, I'm kidding, but uh, I think it's fun to watch them squirm as I'm destroying them in Mario Kart or horse or whatever we're playing around with. Uh, what about you, Jordan? Yeah, so uh, I, I guess I view myself as a technologist, whatever you think that means. Um, <clears throat> I'm married, 33 years old, so much, much younger than Mike. Uh, I'm a <laughs> digital product manager, uh, but I have a focus in media, so that's really my background um, and education, which is in journalism. That was kind of the path I was originally headed down uh, right out of high school, uh, but as a lot of people find, uh, fell into another career along the way, so I had lucked out and gotten a job at a major car magazine, but then sort of fell into a role uh, maintaining and building out new features on their website kind of in the early days and, and then the rest is history from there. So I'm from Michigan originally, and that's where Mike and I met, uh, but I now live in the San Francisco Bay Area and kind of unfortunately embody all the stereotypes that come along with that. Uh, but other than that, I've got way too many hobbies, as Mike mentions, also have an obsession with, with all things automotive, uh, which you guys will find that we can't help but uh, work into our episodes periodically uh, because we're always car shopping and arguing about cars. So uh, with that, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what, what the inhuman condition is really all about. Uh, yeah, sure. So during our lifetimes, uh, we've obviously watched technology work its way into all facets of our lives. Uh, I, I would say that we're currently codependent on many of the technologies we use. The there's clearly advantages. Uh, I think that's the easier part to recognize of the technology. Um, but I would say it's ultimately changed the way that we're human. Uh, and that's not always for better. I, I do think, well, as you'll, you'll probably recognize in the way that I speak, sometimes I believe it's for worse. Uh, so Jordan and I have had these debates slash conversations slash arguments uh, about these topics anyway. Uh, if you go through our text logs on our phones, I mean, you pretty much see the outlines for everything that we've been talking about kind of naturally unfolding. So we decided it could be interesting if we have a little exercise of recording these things and putting them to an, into a podcast. Right. So, I mean, if I literally just read from our series description to kind of frame things up as concisely as possible, we as humanity are faster and more connected than ever before. But despite all of the advancements making our lives easier, something still feels off. We're more emotionally distressed, divided, and increasingly hostile towards one another. But why? During each episode, we're going to try to examine the difficulties experienced by modern society and why we believe we struggle with them. So some of the topics that we're going to touch on throughout, uh, you know, the ones that we've already pre-recorded, uh, just to kind of further frame things up, uh, some are more technology-based, others are more psych psychology-based, and sort of obviously the tie-in is, is uh, two-sided, but uh, some of the topics include autonomy, kind of the robotification of cars or manufacturing and our way of life and how we're dealing with that. Um, smartphones, how they've worked their way into every part of our lives and how we can't put them down. Telepresence, uh, the pros and cons of working, interacting with other humans remotely, which a lot of us are, are dealing with right now in quarantine. Um, outrage culture, why do we think that our opinions are important? Why do we have to get outraged about things? Why do we have to make those opinions uh, public on social media? 
Debt products are another one that we, we talk through about our society's need to live outside their means, maybe, um, and the predatory products that are designed with that in mind. So this is kind of just a synopsis of some of the things we're going to touch on, um, and, and there's a lot more to come. Um, today, we're going to talk about identity. Uh, could you kind of give a quick run through of what that's about, Mike? Yeah, sure. So the idea was to talk about identity because it seems like everyone is, you know, uh, has their bumper sticker identity um, and they're carrying it around with themselves all the time and they're just really clinging to it. So whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, you know, using your political affiliation or your political party or your political views or your sexual orientation or your uh, career label, uh, we have social media profiles, LinkedIn profiles uh, that are expected for us to label our identity on there. You know, who are you? How do you feel? What, whatever, whatever label you want to add to it. And we also have a tendency to diagnose everything. Everyone's got a, uh, a tendency to gravitate towards some sort of medical medical condition one way or another. So why do we do it? Uh, what are the benefits and limitations? Um, and do you identify with anything? And is it important to you that other people share the same or, you know, have the same opinion about your identity as you do? Uh, so we hope you enjoy these episodes and you guys get something useful out of them. Uh, be sure to check back because we do uh, release them every Sunday. So I hope you enjoy listening. And I just want to add to that, um, <clears throat> because we don't, we're not good about remembering to say this during the episodes. If you're interested <laughs> in reaching out, uh, we set up an email address and a Twitter account. So if you want to email us, it's just inhumanpod at gmail.com. And if you want to tweet at us uh, and have it us, you know, ignore it, uh, at inhumanpod <laughs> on Twitter, we'll, we'll not get you a response. So uh, <laughs> just kidding. But we'll periodically post things there. And uh, yeah, give it a listen. Thanks. No, man, this, this kind of leads into our topic. Yeah. So right, identity, well, right. Our topic of identity, right. So you're talking about like, obviously people want to have a certain status there. They may identify with these things. They have these vehicles. There's a, there's my impressions of what, you know, a, whatever a San Francisco identity was a long time ago, but I want to uh, hear what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like a, you know, it's a, it's a place where you go and whatever it's like when i think of it it's like oh old hippie movements you know oh it's it's you know progressive thinking or whatever you know it's it's like relaxed yeah and now it's all it seems tightly wound you know um but yeah i don't know it seems like we're all doing that all the time right like we're all having to demonstrate what we think about what we are we want other people to think about us a certain way we get frustrated if they have a different idea of you know what whatever what our identity is um, versus like what we think we identify with. How do you find yourself over there? I guess I, my first question is how do you how do you describe identity? Tough. I guess when I think of identity, it's almost like when you think of yourself, if you like think of yourself as resume, right? From perhaps top, like from inside and outside, right? Like you have an outside line item. So that would be perhaps your facade. So how you look, right? Um, and then, you know, through the way to the inside. So there's like how you look on the outside, that might be how you style yourself. If you exercise, how you do your hair, how you carry yourself. Um, I like how you said, if, if you exercise and referring it, to me, or, not. <laughs> or not, <laughs> or not, or not, um, you know, through to the inside or like intellect or ideas that you may have, right. What, what do you believe in? Do you identify with, or, you know, I guess, yeah. Do you have certain beliefs that you hold, religious beliefs, um, philosophical beliefs, uh, superstitions, perhaps do you, are there, are there groups that you internally feel connected to? Um, and I think oftentimes it is, you know, I mentioned being connected to, I, I think the outer layer through the inner layer, um, you know, the identity is like, what, what kind of label can I put in all of these different categories? to um, find myself in a place with, with another group, right? And that, perhaps that's the, that's the first, or maybe that's the more infantile version of it or the, the earlier version of it where seeking identity means like, where do I belong? Um, versus like understanding what I am or deciding to be what I am. 
So does that make sense as my definition? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just sort of like, so is it, but is it like your, the, the collection of those things or is it each of those things? Cause I, I feel like I identify, like I have this idea of who I am, the culmination of all the boxes that I check, but then there's also certain sort of personas or like categories within that. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's an interesting thing that you're pointing out because perhaps sometimes some areas of our whatever quote unquote identity are emphasized over others, dependent on like what environment we're in. You know what I mean? It's like, you could be around some people and you pull out this part of your identity more. You may carry this label or represent yourself as this label more than other labels. Maybe you're doing it consciously. Maybe you're not, you know, conscious at all. Oh, I I would say for sure I'm I'm doing it consciously. And it's something that bothers me like when I'm doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like you're aware of it. Yeah. I'm aware of it, but I think like we, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's wrong and maybe, you know, we can get to that. Like if, if you, like you, when you put on airs, so to speak, right? Like you, mm. I'm a different person with you than I am with my boss. I'm a different person with, you know, the mailman than I am with a clerk at a store. Like, it's just like, it, it's like the context of this situation makes you take on a persona or like apply filters maybe that you wouldn't normally, if that makes sense or it does sure. me. You think you're worried um, about consequence or what, what is the reason to alter that or not alter that, but perhaps emphasize one area and whatever, diminish another area? Well, so I guess in the, in like using those examples, I guess I would say, you know, to your boss, yeah, it's consequence, but it's also like filtering out the unnecessary, right? Like I'm going to have a conversation with you and you're responsible for like my livelihood. I might cut out the unnecessary. I recognize the value in your time. I recognize that you just need like, sort of objective information for me about how to make a decision. And so maybe I'm focused on uh, being curt and, and getting you what you need and, and getting you on your way versus like uh, with a friend where it's, it's like I, you're, I think we're friends because we want that sort of subjective touch and we want to talk about, you know, the things that we're interested in, blah, 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 blah. And so like that affects something that I would say to you that I wouldn't say to him being my boss. So I guess that's one example. Um, and then, yeah, I think there are other examples where it's like, you're trying to impress somebody or, uh, put emphasis, you know, on a given trait, right? Like it's not, it's not that I think I become somebody I'm not, but I think that you, when you're talking to somebody who maybe you deem as like an intellectual, you're speaking to them in a way that you wouldn't necessarily speak to a five-year-old. Right. Um, and, and is that dishonest? Or is that just the context of your interaction? Do you feel like you lose your identity though in there? You know what I'm saying? Or you're just emphasizing certain things. I I, I think I, well, obviously I have my own blind spots of this, right? I have my own biases as I think about it. I feel like when I go somewhere, I'm always the same person, right? I'm always the same identity. I'm trying to emphasize things. I'm trying to articulate things. I'm trying to demonstrate myself in a way where it's consistent. Obviously there are, there are areas where I feel like there may be some, some things that I would say, or some behaviors that I might exhibit that I would uh, perhaps minimize. Cause I don't feel like they would be imp- appropriate to the environment, but I don't think that they would be incongruent with whatever I identify with. Right. Whatever, uh, you know, like labels mean something to me. Right. Um, so I don't know, I guess I'm wondering, yeah. What would, would you feel like you're like the, the five-year-old, the person that is you that's talking to the five-year-old would not be recognizable to the boss that you talk to? Mm. No, I mean, I, well, I guess that's interesting. In certain cases, yes, right? Like I see what you're saying that you're sort of separating like the the filter that you apply from like a change and sort of like whatever the objective underlying like content is of the stuff I'm saying. So it's like I, if I'm talking to the five-year-old, maybe I'm not getting into like the nuances of like my thought process or something like I would with you, but I'm, uh, I'm trying, I'm losing my train of thought on that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not changing the output, I guess, but in certain cases I feel like I am. And I guess a good case is like somewhere where maybe you disagree with somebody like fundamentally. Right. So like I had this guy come to, a permit inspection at my house uh friday like a, the county guy who signs off on you know electrical work 
and he, I don't know how we even got on. I think we were talking about, he was saying he was doing solar panel inspections or something. And, and we sort of got off on this tangent and he was saying how like, oh, this is all bullshit anyways, because like the, the electric power that's generated, um, that will power your electric car in, in the case of like people who are um, trying to like get off the grid and use these batteries to store power or even like the solar panels are, are, that are built at a factory that's powered by coal powered plants. Like that was his whole point. Sure. And he was sort of, it was like, you know, chances are blah, 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 blah. This is made down the, this energy is made down the street in a coal burning plant and a little, and it's like, there were there were nuances to it, and I, I just didn't feel like having the argument, and so I I, th- I think I just sort of caved into it. I was like, yeah, you know, I guess like it's you know it's not perfect yet, and we have a long ways to go before there's like sustainable energy for everybody. But it was just one of those cases where it's like I didn't push it because what was the point, right? It's like arguing with a okay. guy on my porch. Uh, there was no there was no there's no outcome there. for it. Yeah, right, right. right. Okay. So that I think you sense. like in that case, then that's a simple one, and I'm sure there are more complex ones, but I I, I just conceded to it because it's like. Oh, who cares right you think, think there's ever a benefit to like identities that you carry like there's definitely things like i, I don't know I, I i can state things that just off the top of my head right that i can identify with right so i would identify as like oh i'm into cars or something like that and it's like oh i'm into these specific cars because whatever i've decided about them right whatever i think they represent they represent me or like Oh, I, you know, I, I exercise or whatever it is, or like, Oh, I, I know how to do these parts of exercise or I work in this position or that, posi-, you know? Okay. So I guess like my here, here's the labels that I carry like full without being vague about them. Right. So, um, I'm into cars. I'm into a very specific set of cars. It's mostly BMWs and Porsches <laughs> slash Porsches. If you're, uh, that kind of guy listening, that's the, um, you mean the per- person who pronounces it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, depending on where you're at, sure. Um, Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of British, uh, you know, whatever, English, British, English speaking automotive, whatever shows. So therefore I call it a Porsche. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, but th- those are like, you know, at times I may identify as a, as a psychologist because that's what I do, or I do psychotherapy or even within there, depending on which psychotherapist I'm speaking with, it, it may even have subcategories. Oh, I'm a psychodynamic psycho. I know this is all jargon probably to most people, but uh, psycho, whatever, a psychoanalytic psychotherapist. So there are all these little categories that I identify with. And it's like, yeah, what is the, what is the benefit of it? Sometimes, you know, I think about that. Like, am I holding myself together? Or are we holding ourselves together with that? Or do we think it's helping someone else hold on to us and like hold us together? Or do we imagine that there's going to be some sort of, you know, gain for them? You know, do we hold on to these things that we care about? Cause there's, you know, I don't know, grandiosity. So I, I don't know what it, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. I don't but know I guess in those cases, like is some of, some of the, I see there as like a division between some of these as being sort of something that's, uh, objective, right? Like, yeah, you, you identify as a psychotherapist, but you are right. Uh, sure. So you, you would, right. Why, why wouldn't you, um, I guess other than if because you're putting yourself in that arbitrary. group, is that it, it's arbitrary, but it it is, it is a thing that I don't think you can't really like, I guess you can change it. I'm just thinking versus like a political alignment, right? Like if you're conservative uh, versus liberal, that's something sure, that can okay. change over time. That, that's that, an there's, a, there's a spectrum there versus like you are sure. a psychotherapist. You can't okay. unbe that, if okay. that makes sense. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But do you hold that like on the front layer of your identity? Like when I walk into a room and I introduce myself to, I say, "Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Michael, and I'm a psychotherapist." You know, you know, like how some people they'll introduce them or even if they ask questions, you know, amongst, you know, upon their introduction to you, like, Hey, how are, you know, they address them, they address you and they ask you, um, you know, like what you do or, you know, whatever, what are you interested in? You know, some of those things, it's like, it gives you a glimpse, I feel into what things they hold perhaps most important into how they identify with themselves. So they have that similar projection and they're projecting it onto you and they're asking their questions. But yeah, I get what you mean. Some of it is like just fact, right? Like I do this, therefore that part can be a label that I have um, in, in a 
very fact way. So I'm a psychotherapist because that's what I do. But do I, do I identify with that? I guess I don't feel like that all the time. Sometimes it is something I just feel like I do and I have a certain thought process, but maybe it's not always on the forefront of, I guess, like if I was walking around and I felt like there was a resume on me, I don't, I don't know if it's the top line item on my resume. Yeah, I, I guess I think, I think some people are much more transparent in that way. You know, I think that they, they identify or like fit into sort of a set of personas. And I, I, but I also think we all think that we're these unique butterflies. Sure. <laughs> like I, I think that oh, man. It's, in saying that it's like, um, I feel like I'm liberal on some things and conservative on others. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a nerd, but I also do things that I think would surprise people, right? Like I'm, I'm into shooting and into guns and cars you and breaking on shit myself. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but on the other hand, it's like, I'm, I know that there are ways in which I'm painfully stereotypical, right? Like living in San Francisco, driving a Tesla in my like Patagonia, wearing all birds with my Apple watch. Like that's, that I don't is know what all birds is. That's they're like the <laughs> shoes. That, they're like these wool shoes that are just super comfortable. Oh yes. Okay. Um, okay. So, so in, in some ways it's like, oh yeah, you know, there's nobody like me, but then on the other way, it's like, there's 700 of me down the street right now. And that's right. And then, you know, you kind of go down the rabbit hole of like, well, then a, did we all arrive at that same sort of conclusion of like the uniform and the car because we're just unoriginal and terrible? Or is it like, did our environment sort of force us into that right like for each one of those decisions it's like uh the car i've got a shitty commute and i don't want to deal with the hour of stop and go and i want to get in the carpool lane and i want the car to drive itself there's only really one car that does that well okay we'll get i'll get the tesla and like patagonia like it's fucking san francisco there's like a 60 degree temperature differential (laughs) if you want a jacket that'll like cram into your bag and small uh, Patagonia makes the best ones. If you need shoes that like you can walk into a meeting with, but also like walk six miles if and when you decide to like all birds are good for that. So it's like, it's, it's like the environment of this city and in the tech industry and all these things that sort of like, yeah, there's a lot of people that are make trying that exact same conclusion. And it's a, it's a stereotype, but it's a stereotype for a reason. And, and, um, does that define me? No, I don't think it does. But then I imagine again, you know, all the other people wearing the exact same shit, doing the exact same thing, think that it doesn't define them either. Sure. So there's, there's sort of like a conflict and irony there. How do you feel about if, um, people don't identify you, if their idea of your identity is different from your idea of your identity? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, of course it is. How do you feel about it? <laughs> like, does it, uh, you know, some people may be bothered by that. They may want someone to acknowledge what they are, who they are, what they think, you know, they, they hold it. They, they want to, I don't know, they'll, they'll get involved in like arguments about it. You know, it's in like, terms of like from, a positive thing, like, like I want you to recognize that I'm as accomplished as I am or that like I am as smart as I, or, just generally, I want your perception of me to align with my perception of me. I, I guess both, depending on where you're at, right? Like if you're on the playground, if you're a kid and like you play soccer, that's what I played. If you play soccer and then this person's like, oh, you're a terrible soccer player or like you're bad. And like in your own head, you thought you were good. And you may be like, oh, I need to prove myself. I'm not bad. I'm not bad at this. I'm good at this. Like they've I, they've spotted you as like non-athletic. Uh, bad soccer guy and like suddenly you have to prove it to them. Obviously that's a, that's an elementary example, but you know, Hey, I, I think of myself as whatever this subcategory of this type of uh, psychotherapist. And someone's like, Oh no, you're not, you know, you're not there yet. Or um, that, that category is not whatever. It, it, it doesn't hold value or whatever it is. Right. Like, does that affect you? Do you feel harmed by that? Yeah. I mean, I think as much as I want to think that I, that it doesn't bother me or that I don't care what people think, there are a million examples where it's like, I see it, I see it affecting how I am and how I behave. Um, I'm trying to think of an example or even one where I'm like projecting that where, you know, like driving, uh, 
it's like it's taken me a long time to get good at driving a car fast on a track and if i, I feel like tesla to let it do it for no, <laughs> right, right, right. no Sorry, but like dude. you know with the like when i didn't have a tesla um <laughs> be like getting to that level and then seeing other people who are like worse at it sort of passing judgment on people um sure. i start to sort of get into that mode where it's like you don't know what you're talking about just just stop you know and it's like who fucking cares like let them go crash their car uh, not knowing what they're doing or give people bad advice or like mod their car out because they think it's gonna improve things for them even though i may know better and even though that might be something that i see as sort of objective the fact that we don't see eye to eye on on that might bother me um and i mean that's a really superficial stupid example but i think that's it's that kind of thing over and over and over and I don't think anything, I mean, as with everything in life, I don't think anything is that polarized. I think there are things where I just genuinely don't give a fuck what people think. Um, and then there are, there are other times where I, I definitely do. And it definitely affects the way that I conduct myself. Perhaps it's like some of the areas where we haven't entirely internalized that that's who we are. Like we want to move towards that direction. We, I don't know, whatever. We, we idealize something that we would like to identify with, but we don't entirely feel like we're part of it maybe you know because I've, I've had similar instances you know where it's like um if someone identifies something incorrectly sometimes i feel like i have to prove myself right in the in the grand scheme what does it matter right no right. nobody cares nobody's watching nobody's keeping a record on me but internally it's like i feel this thing of like i have to i have to show you i have to show you that i am this thing right um and yeah but perhaps for some of those things it's like areas that i don't entirely feel are part of me, right? Even if perhaps in that one, those are some areas where some others may um, identify me as having those qualities that I that I internally feel insecure about. And then if someone else points it out that I don't have those qualities or I don't meet that label, um, then that would make me uncomfortable. I remember, you know, speaking to psychotherapy or psychology, right? So like the big joke, right, is like, uh, you know, therapists are quacks, right? Um, now if you tell me that, like, oh, I don't, you know, whatever you're talking about doesn't make sense or it doesn't, you're not really helping out. That doesn't bother me anymore. Um, I, I almost say like, yeah, you know, Hey, maybe I am a quack. I don't know. You know <laughs> the more I know about it, the less I know about it, right. Is how I feel about it. But earlier on, like, right. When I was beginning things, if, if you tried to delegitimize what I was doing, I would, I would have to defend it. <laughs> right. I think it was because I felt so insecure about what I was doing. It's like, no, I needed to be around groups of people that had the same mindset that felt very strongly about what I was doing. They, they also, you know, we all drank the same Kool-Aid, so to speak. Right. And because we drank the same Kool-Aid, we were untouchable because we stayed in the same little bubble. Right. And it gave us a sense of confidence or for me, I'm speaking on these. No, but it, yeah. That's interesting, right? Because it's like in, in uh, like in terms of the maybe this is a good time to get into like sort of the benefits and the limitations of putting yourself in an affinity group or an, like identifying yourself with with something. Um, sure. Like the in terms of the benefits, it's like okay, you find other like minded people. Which I mean, generally, that's sort of a fundamental question I have is like why why do we why do we always do that? Right? Like, right. Staying on the car topic, it's like. I just want to go to cars and coffee and talk to other people about cars. And it's like, really, who gives a fuck? Like, it's almost right. like, what are you going to, like, you're not going to break any ground there. You're all going to be like, Oh, look at this car. It's so sick. Right, right, right. Like <laughs> no one's like challenging your view other than sure. like nuances of it. Um, sure. But then in terms of like professional or, or schooling or whatever, is it like, be, is it a benefit because it speeds up? your next steps because it provides a more clear path forward, right? Like if we're all on the same page in terms of like that, this is a value being, you know, uh, in school for psychotherapy, I can watch somebody who's a year or two ahead of me and I can track their progress and see what they've done and the decisions that they've made that worked out and the decisions that they've made that, that didn't and sort of inform my path forward based on that. So, I mean, there are ways in which I think that makes like, that is one of the very clear benefits of, of putting yourself in that group or if it's a political group or if it's a, a social group, like understanding what other people are going through, even if it's a negative thing, right? Like even if, if, um, y you know, you, you're identified as gay and, and being friends with other people who are gay to understand how they're struggling with something and how to sort of cope with it. Um, that that's very beneficial, but then I also see there's, you know, a lot of negatives, right? So 
you're polarizing yourself. You're putting yourself in a box with a group of people and and that has a positive, but then as a negative, you're sort of alienating yourself from others. Right. And like, we're seeing that politically where despite, and maybe we'll get into this in another episode later, but like, (laughs) despite the fact that politically, I think we all lay on a spectrum somewhere. We are forced, at least in this country to say it's either A or B it's, it's North or South. It's, it's like one or zero. That's it. Um, but that's not how life works. And I think that that is a huge negative, right? Like identify choosing to say I'm Republican or I'm Democrat right off the bat, you've just alienated 50% of the country. Sure. And that's, that's a huge negative. Right. I think too, there's a, you know, I guess depending on, uh, like how far, how we, I don't know how evolved you are, how enlightened that sounds so arrogant, how enlightened you are. Um, I, I don't know if I am at all, but, um, there is a piece where like you're suggesting there is a limitation, right? So I'm group A, yeah? So if I'm group A, I'm not group B if it's a dichotomous situation or I'm not whatever the hell else is on the spectrum, yeah? So feeling, you know, there, there's a feeling of as you get further along in it, as you feel more comfortable with whatever you've decided, you're okay with the consequence of not being B, right? You can see group B or all the other groups, and you can feel like, oh, yeah, there's definitely a consequence to being A, um, but I'm making the decision and I'm accepting the consequence of being A, right? But then there's like a whole other, let's say, perspective that perhaps comes from, again, this sounds arrogant, but m- my thoughts on it are, um, it may come from a group of people that aren't entirely secure or aren't entirely evolved or enlightened or experienced, perhaps, or like don't have, wis- I don't know, enough wisdom. Maybe they're still idealistic about their their group or their team that they've chosen where they, they don't want to accept, you know, the limitations. Well, like I'm a and B exists and B should think like a thinks or the whole spectrum should think like a, and I need you to think that way and I'm going to defend it. And if you have a question about, you know, me being on a, I really, you know, I'm going to attack you. I'm going to come after you and I need you to see it like a versus, you know, like it, it recognizing that there is a limitation. Like, Hey, I'm a, Here's a limitation to A. There's B over there. They have a perspective. There's the whole other spectrum. Um, they have a perspective. And I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay that someone else has that sort of perspective. But I do think like in the in yeah, the the limitation, um, sometimes it limits your growth. You know what I mean? Like it it surrounds you and it may limit your yeah, like your your I don't know, like your personal evolution, right? If you're always surrounding yourself that way. And if you're never willing to take the consequence of the thing that you've identified with. Well, yeah, and I guess that's an interesting point too, where it's like some things I, I can say that I, I see the other side. I understand the argument. You can make a compelling case and I can say like, I get why you think that. I don't think that. And I'm probably not going to change my mind, but there's enough sort of subjectivity that I understand where you're coming from. Then there are other things where it's like, ah, there's really not right. And it's really hard to have a conversation with somebody who's like, well, global warming is a liberal conspiracy. And it's like, well, you know, there's like, there's a you fair amount of science behind it. And it's like, okay, then, but then I guess you could still break it down and say like, am I a fucking scientist? Did I verify any of the facts? Like it, I'm just still getting it from everybody else or, you know, in the same way that everybody else is getting their information. Uh, basically, I guess on- Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just like somebody else has told me the raw facts and scientists have sort of derived a conclusion. That's like, this is not something that's part of a normal cycle like this. There's cause for, for panic. uh, And we should be doing something about it soon. Like, but did I, did I like take core samples uh, out of the ice in Antarctica and like verify myself? Like, no, so I guess so objectively, uh, you could still make some case there, but it's like Jesus Christ, you know, like this is one where get like, that's where I can start like because it's something that's so important and should be so objective. That's why I understand why people get in arguments over that. Um, but like uh, ice cream flavors, you know, that's very subjective. <laughs> like sure. there, there is no right or wrong there. Yeah, like someone's psychology or experience that's whatever their life experiences that are causing them to not be able to see things objectively, you know, like that, that's like a whole weird thing, right? So like, if I grew up in this group, um, 
and they've had this belief, then I, I can't, I, I can't, you know, you have to be the enemy and no, I can't, even if you have information that's accurate, I have to bend my mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you have very objective information, a very valid objective information, I have to bend my mind so that, um, I continue to stay on my team because if I listen to some of your information or I buy into some of your information, I'm afraid of alienation from this team that I thought I was part of that. Maybe I didn't even pick. I just feel like they absorbed me or I was brought into it or whatever. I was surrounded by it. And if I leave like, uh Oh, you know, I'm off here by myself. You know, do you have like some sort of existential crisis of like, who am I? You know, where am I going? I'm going to get kicked out of the group. You don't feel strong enough. So yeah, it's weird, man. It's like some people, some people have them because they're afraid to leave them. <laughs> like some people's identities are based on just where they were at that time. And they, they need to be part of that. And they can't listen to your objective information about global warming. Cause it would, you know, it would make them different from this thing that they identify with that they have to hold on to. And it's weird because if you're having a conversation with someone like that, uh, we don't always have the time to sit down and have a long you know, like, oh, I'm going to get to know you and I'm going to empathize with your position. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to, I don't know, we'll make a connection somehow and then you'll be able to get that information. Maybe in those situations, that's like, that's when we get up in arms and that's when we, uh, we don't get to know someone enough and then we don't empathize with their situation. And therefore it like further strengthens their, their identity, even if it's not objective, you know what I mean? If it's not something that is objective. Well, and I think, yeah. again, this is, a whole other topic for a whole other day but you know i think again that's i think what we're seeing a lot of that polarization happening not only politically just with this last election and and the way that it has divided people but the spread of inf- information or even misinformation through the internet right like before you could be a nazi in mm-hmm. like you know what i'm not going to single out a state where nazis might be from but like <laughs> <laughs> so you could you could be in your little town and have that opinion and maybe you found a couple other assholes to like sort of go on a march with you or whatever but it would now you can go to like the nazi forums and find other assholes to, sure. to pair up with and and spread your bullshit more broadly right and like that's the case of a very negative thing and there are cases of obviously like positive like you know people like indirectly i know you because of the internet right because i like met some car people a million years ago that lived like a few towns over and we became good friends and then like i ended up working with one of them and then like that's how i met you so like there are it's connecting people in positive ways but it's also connecting people with shitty ideas and making it much more of a valid idea um because they they see strength in it right like before i i was a black sheep now i can go find a bunch of other people that like collect pogs or something you know what i mean like there's there's something for everybody now <laughs> and it's like bringing it back right, slammers i collected sure yeah you know so it's like what are they really searching for then yeah they're just searching for a connection so like our, our identity is just so that we can feel connected to something to like something greater something important so if you could intercept at a critical moment that person that's like has you know whatever destructive shitty ideas that they're trying to find a group that they belong to right i don't know what do they have like some hurt in them somewhere do they feel slighted somewhere and they're looking for a group somewhere to connect to because they feel like no one else understands it and if you could if you could intercept somewhere in their trajectory at some critical moment would it be possible that you can create some some sort of connection with them that then you know what perhaps changes later how they identify, which may change how they behave or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's to sort of the core question, which is like, how do you arrive at these yeah, identities? Yeah, yeah. Like what, what caused it? Sure. And, I, and the question of like nature versus nurture. And if anybody is truly evil or if we're all just sort of the subject of our environment. Right. You know, I don't, Sure. It's it's hard to imagine like what sticking with the Nazi example, like what led to somebody being <laughs> a terrible piece of shit, but, and I'm not going to like apologize for them, but like surely something horrible happened to that person. It's not like they had like this really happy childhood sure. and they were like, you know what? One day I just woke up and decided to be an asshole. You know, I, I don't, uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know any, <laughs> but like, uh, it's obviously not 
not a normal thing. And, and, and I think you can say that with a lot of things. I mean, some, some of these are very subjective, right? Like, or very objective, like, like, again, you being a psychotherapist, like we understand how you got there. We understand why you identify that way, but like your preference for BMW or, or your, uh, affinity for pogs, <laughs> like, we don't know <laughs> what, I, I mean, I, I feel like I have some idea about that. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to think about why, you know, even, uh, like you mentioned, we understand why for psychotherapy. I feel like for that one, it's not so cut and it's not so. Well, I just mean why today you identify, cause that's your occupation, right? Like we, but in terms of the, the trigger that led to you going down that path, maybe we can't trace it back. Right. I feel like I can, and it's not related to even being interested in doing that at all. It was like in some ways, you know, like kind of just tumbling through things, finding like various points that felt like they gave me some sort of footing finding some figures within that area that I don't know, maybe it felt like for me personally, whatever I, I could dive in is whatever it'd probably be boring to dive really deep into it, but finding certain figures that, you know, felt like, Hey, cool, man, you're okay at this. You belong here. And some part of it's like, huh, do I, do I even, could I have done something else? Or did I do this because eh, I was good enough. And then there was people in it that were like, Hey man, you're good enough. Come, come be part of us. And then it's like, Oh, cool. That's, that's why I have that. Right. Like, that's why I have that. Or like I decided that those people had some sort of value. I thought they were cool, whatever it was. I thought they were smart or whatever. Um, and then I was like, Oh yeah, but they like me. So here's the group that decided I was cool or smart enough. So I'm going to go hang out with them because it validates my thing. So like, you know, further down the trajectory, this is what I do as a job or like, uh, yeah, the, the, car preferences i know i joke with you and i try to be objective like the car thing like why be you know it's the i always have this justification it's they make the best motors they're the best performing blah 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 in their class but the the really like the, the reason why i have a justification for that is when i really think back there's always been an insecurity of being like some sort of immigrant and seeing from whatever my perspective was at the time that's obviously seemed to have stuck um like these these good white Americans, um, by the way, I'm Caucasian. If there's ever a, uh, from Eastern Europe, so uh, <laughs> but these good American, like you know, they're they're smart and they're good and they're white and they drive BMWs. I think is you know is like where it is. So and on some level, man, it's like it's there, and it's like now I recognize that that like who I don't know who gives a shit. But like there's still some childish part of me that's like always trying to be satisfied. I'm like, yep, I am. Yep, I'm part of the club now. I did it. I made it, man. I made it. I bought this 20 year old, <laughs> this thing that's so old or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's weird because there's many parts of that. Like that's the less critical mass, right? It's obviously just some bullshit, um, hobby. That but I'm then, okay. In. Using sticking, I mean, we're going to scare everybody away by talking about cars too much, but like sticking with that, <laughs> that example though, or, or anything like, like if it was not even necessarily yours, but like flashy watches or whatever. And it's like, like I recognize now that, uh, like I, I got into, I think watches to some extent, it was, it was that same thing. It was like, Oh, that was like a success metric, right? Like you could get the sure. Rolexes I always saw as douchey, which is actually funny because now I, I really like them and not because they're like right, this, right. this, uh, success symbol, but more because now I understand and now I'm into watches for me. Like I like the craftsmanship mm, and I like, <laughs> right. Um, or I've just become the douchebag that I feared. Um, no, but you know what I mean? Where it's like, despite recognizing how I got into it or understanding like why most people are into like, oh, you've got a Rolex, cool. And that's the last thing I want when I'm when I'm wearing one. Um, yeah. It's like my perception of it's changed, but the, but the outcome is still the same, right? It's still like, I want that. And I... Sure. And that's weird, right? And and do other people? Do you think that most people have that conclusion? Like, are most people self aware enough to understand, or or even are they doing it for themselves, or are they just doing it to be a part of that identity? Yeah, it's it's you know the, here's I guess this is somewhat parallel, but okay, so people often come to the office, whatever you want to call it, like come to see me. Um, some of them may have ideas of what their diagnosis is. Right. And I'm not a big fan of psychological diagnosis in general, but 
that's a whole huge, huge discussion that. Because you don't want to put people into a, you don't believe as with everything we're talking about, that it's that like it is a defined well, it's not thing. Right. It's not, right. I can't put you into yeah. a box. Like you have pieces of this pieces of that. Right. But, okay. So I'll give a little, a little piece of it, I guess. Amongst the diagnoses, right? There's a book, it's called the DSM, a Diagnostic and Statistic Manual, whatever. That, that's where all the diagnoses are c- contained. Um, and there's this, there's in statistics, I don't know, people that are familiar with stats, there's a thing called inter-rater reliability, right? So who's measuring it and how consistent can they be with measuring it? Does Jordan see A? Does Mike see A? Does Bob see A? Does Steve see A, right? It's so the... The, the reliability amongst the different raters is so low that it suggests to me that, okay, these things are not valid, right? What, whatever, that, but that's another topic. But um, it seems like w- within that though, um, people are interested in like, hey, I have this affliction, right? Or like, wh- you know, this is it. And I, I, I talked to this support group about this affliction. And it's like, well, what's the benefit of that one, right? Because like this one is not, it's not, um, it's how you're being gratified with it is not as overt as like, Hey, I, I achieved and I bought a Rolex, right? I was able to, to get a Rolex and this is like a, I'm interested in it now because I understand parts about it, or at least I justify that <laughs> or, um, you know, people recognize that this is an achievement, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, this, this is a different one, right? Cause like, you know, people, um, Hey, I have, I have bipolar or I have, um, ADHD, um, and now there's specific phobia, you know, the internet, man, the internet, uh, I can't even think of what they are, but they're so specific. Oh, like, and like tryptophobia is one. Have, have you, I, I, to be honest with you, this might sound, too, I don't even know what those are. Cause I don't, I don't really pay attention to them because I feel like you'll come in my office. I'll talk with you. I'll get an understanding of, you know, what ails you based on your description, but no, I don't pay attention to all these, you know, labels. It's well, like, I, I think there's yeah. I don't want to derail it too much, but I mean, it's interesting that you say yeah. that because I feel like that's another way in which the internet has provided people with crutches for everything now. Like you, you can, but maybe that's, but it. maybe that there is a part of identity where it's like, okay, I identify with this thing. There are the overt parts that everyone understands. And then maybe there are these covert um, signals that I'm trying to send. Like I, I I'm getting, I don't know, I have this affliction or that thing. And maybe then, you know, there's some underlying or whatever, a covert way of being gratified. You will uh, forgive me for this, or I don't have to be accountable for that thing, or you'll care for me for in this certain way. So, yeah. I yeah, I guess I, I'm thinking more. And, and there's certainly people who struggle with depression or struggle with anxiety and have to deal with that. And, and it's something that, you know, that is a real issue, but there are also, I think this, the internet has given everybody a means to connect and to understand what other people are going through and to, to like amplify what I think are probably in most cases, like minor afflictions and, and lean on it and use it as a means of like not being, a normal functioning member of society anymore. Right. Like you, like people do have paralyzing anxiety. I don't doubt that, but now it's sort of like, it's become like a caricature of what it once was. And now just because like, I don't like standing up and, and speaking to a group of a hundred people, I can be like, Oh my God, I have anxiety. And it's like, well, nobody, <laughs> I mean, very few people are comfortable with getting up and doing that. Right. Like very few people are sure. Oh, want to be sure. on TV or want to be an actor and can deal with the pressure to perform. But like some of the people that I know that actually do that for a living have terrible anxiety. Sure. Like they, they don't want to be doing it, but it's, I'm sorry. They don't want to be, they, they have the anxiety. They don't want to have to be, be performing like that, but they love the job so much and they love sort of the output that it's like, they just power through it. And I think that's part of the way that the world's changing is like before you deal with that, right? Like I have a lot of that. There are little things that bother me and there are things that I'm very, very uncomfortable with. Um, but I don't, I try to resist the urge to identify with that group of people sure. because I think then it, it's a limitation, right? And, and, and right. it's not to say everybody's doing that. I mean, and there are, there are forever example of somebody who is sort of falsely putting themselves sure. in that bucket. There are people who are like, 
powering through some sort of actual legitimate disability and overcoming it. And it's, it's inspirational, but it's like, I think that is another way in which I see the internet has, has being very divisive um, because it's giving people who don't really have a, a serious problem, a means of just sort of like getting out of responsibility or, or um, devolving, you know? Sure. Well, I mean, in that situation, I guess, Okay, so if I can weave a common thread here, um, perhaps it identity serves to connect people with the consequence of if you get overly invested in it, disconnects you from other people. And perhaps in some of those cases, um, some people don't like the feeling that someone would decide to be disconnected from them or whatever would like to be whatever. They, they, they don't like the consequence of the disconnect. But like with their on the Internet, those people found a group that I don't know, perhaps didn't want to be, let's say, just for example, accountable for something. So they found a group who contained this, a similar affliction. Uh, they felt like those people could empathize with them, but then they also felt like they were part of something, right? That in, in some situations, there's consequences. Uh, well, maybe in that situation, there's a lot of consequences to doing that, right? Um, of the person not taking accountability. But because there's a group with them, they feel connected and maybe then they'll be stuck in their little, you know, whatever their thought bubble forever with this think tank of other people that have similar perspectives and it doesn't allow them to evolve. Um, but yeah, it seems like maybe the thing that we're looking for when we do this is like a way to connect or a way to feel part of something bigger. And if we can't find a way to do it, that, Hmm. I don't want to say has merit because that's, I almost feel like that's subjective, but whatever, a way that's more widely recognized as being a merit. Uh, perhaps you'll identify with something that, um, I don't know, what's the opposite of a merit? I don't know, whatever. It's some sort of negative identifier or some sort of affliction or some sort of diagnosis or some sort of whatever to use to connect. Um, yeah, but then it's like, it's, it's difficult to accept the consequence of that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. Um, and I think. Uh, what are your hard identities, man? Oh, so finish your, finish your smart person thought and then let's talk dumb after. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I mean, it, I think it, it's like, I think spelling out the way that people perceive themselves inwardly versus like project themselves outwardly and, and sort of the way that I, I identify versus how, I think you'd identify me as an interesting dichotomy. Um, but yeah, it's such a, it's, it's like, I hate, I hate, I would hate even telling you what I think I am. You know what I mean? Like it could, of course you do, you go first. (laughs) Of my stupid. (laughs) No, just like whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Cause to me, it's like an inverted pyramid, right? It's like, what do you first and foremost identify as? And then like the next level down is sort of like, layers of other shit right like so the biggest one is broad and at the top and then you just sort of get more narrow and more narrow or, or like it, at least the top they, there becomes more of them but they're smaller like sure at sure. the bottom it would be like you know i'm a cat owner <laughs> and like <laughs> i like the color blue but that doesn't define me whereas like at the top it would be you know man like working in tech like into cars that kind of shit like that's interesting. You identify. That's funny. I know that was just your example. You just threw it out there. Uh, you identify with man. Uh, I don't even think about that. Uh, no, that's interesting. I guess I don't. I mean, I, <laughs> that's that's different than a sort of categorization, right? I guess I don't identify because I, I don't see myself as being like, you know, beef jerky and explosions and trucks. You know, I, I like that's not a, a part. Come on. <laughs> I just even though I just rented a Raptor like three days ago, but. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Okay. So I have the things that I, and bear in mind, I'm aware of how ridiculous some of these are, but you know, I, we have to have something here and I haven't found anything better yet. I haven't found a more evolved version of myself yet. So this is what I'm holding on to, to keep myself together here now. So if, if, if anyone ever listens to this, don't be too critical of this, please. Or do whatever, do whatever you want. It's really, <laughs> I'll figure it out. What if they oh, identify f- as a critic? then they have a pass man (laughs) you've identified as a critic don't criticize the critic it's their job it's not fair no i'm saying then you have to let them criticize you because yeah yeah. yeah, that's what i mean 
I'm saying as the critic though, isn't it like somewhat um, an unfair shield? Like, Hey man, I'm a critic. I say these <laughs> things. Don't be upset that I said right. them, you know, it was no offense, but uh, yeah, well, this is something that's super yeah. offensive. Yeah. No. No, that's what I mean. Like when critic people oh, criticize yeah, yeah, you, yeah. but they're like, they can just preface it with no offense, and then you're supposed to not take offense. Right, right, right. Oh, don't be offended. But I hate this is the worst. I hate your outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being, you know, I'm helping you out. It's my job. Uh, no, th- what do I identify with? I don't know. I think when I walk into a room, um, love it or hate it or whatever someone else thinks about, uh, I have a certain look that I like to have, and I like to feel like I'm potent, whatever that means. Um, and how I look, I like to think like, oh, I, I demonstrate potency just based on how I look because I exercise or I, you know, whatever. I wear um, clothes that are tailored that emphasize pieces that I think are potent, right? I don't, not, not in some seductive way, but it's like, okay, you know, this person looks strong. Um, whether or not that's really me, I don't know. I, I guess I feel like that. So there's that part on the furthest exterior. Uh, I like to I, internally, yeah, identify as. Like, okay, a person that, whatever this means, is smart or has good ideas um, with someone that's funny. I think I'm funny. That's definitely something I would identify with. Like, if you, oh, like comedy. I don't know if that ever comes across on here, but in my head. No, it's never come across. In my my head, that's what it feels like. Um, Sometimes, yeah, like, I guess is a problem solver. Um, I'm into cars. I have a specific set of cars that I'm interested in. Again, just going back to wanted to be the whites when I was a young man. And those were the ones that were felt like they could be in striking distance. Um, and turns out some of them were pretty decent too. Uh, so that that's, that's where I am with that. Um, I don't think I identify much with an ethnicity, which I know is, is often a big, and maybe, I, maybe to some, well, not maybe I, I there's definitely part to me that counter identifies with my ethnicity just because I felt uncomfortable with it. Um, because it was like a little country and the people I was around, uh, like some of the family members, um, that I've been around, uh, didn't assimilate and it felt like, why, you know, why can't they fit in? Right. So I felt uncomfortable with them not being able to assimilate. Um, so there was some part of it that's a counter identification. Maybe that's why I don't pay attention to that now. It's like, I gave it up and then I, I don't know. I never paid attention. Um, I don't identify with a religion really. Um, I don't identify with a, not that I like, I'm obviously aware that I'm a a man, but I don't think I I think through that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's where I'm at with that. Hmm. That's what about you? (laughs) Okay. Um, I, I feel like, I don't identify with a job either, actually, strangely. Really? I don't. Yeah, at all. Zero. I forget. I forget. Like if someone at like if you're like, hey, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, oh yeah. This is what I've been doing this forever. Well, you brought <laughs> up this tense earlier that you identify as a psychotherapist. I was literally just using a label that came to mind as it was it was an easy. So you grab. don't you don't like uh, that hat isn't always on, you're not always analyzing people in the world. Really? No, it feels strange. If I walk into the building and I'm supposed, maybe that's part of it where you were talking about earlier, where it's like a part that turns off or on. I think of someone that thinks, I don't know, perhaps in a certain way that a, a whatever, someone psychologically inclined or psychologically minded or whatever would think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a part of that where it's like, I, I don't think about that until I'm in the room. If there's a bunch of, um, I don't know, professionals or whatever. And I, it's like, Oh yeah, this is what I do. Oh yeah. This is what I do. So it gives some, some idea or some credential, but yeah, I guess I don't think about that for myself when I'm, when I'm out and about, Hmm. I'm just like some dude. It's funny for me. It's like, I'm some dude with tight clothes. I guess it's, it's weird. Cause that's one way, like I mentioned that as sort of being like at the top of ways that I identify, but it's like how I identify myself in terms of like a group that I put myself in. But if somebody asks me what I do, I hate talking about it and I hate trying to explain it. And because I, mm. because I don't, I still don't know what you do. Exactly. By the way. And it's just I like, mean, what's, what's even the point anyway. of like worrying it? Cause it doesn't matter. Right. Like, it's like, I can just tell you some of the shit that I work on or something or like, like the output, right. but unless you're interested in it, cause I, that's one thing I, I identify myself a big part of what makes me, me and 
this might be a bad thing, but I, I see it as a good thing in most cases is that I, like, I hate inefficiency. And because of that, I rarely talk about myself to people. Like if, mm-hmm. if we met and you're like, what do you do? Take- I'll give you like the two sentence rundown of it. If that, maybe one sentence, I'd be like, oh, I do this. And then <laughs> if you ask for additional context or something, I'll provide a little bit more. And then if we get in a conversation, then that's fine. And then like once, once you've opened the door, I'm fine with it, but I don't like, yeah. like one of my biggest pet peeves in life is like somebody who just fucking as we're talking for an hour about this shit i hate people who talk for too long about something that i just don't give a fuck about you came here right right right, right. so leave uh our one subscriber <laughs> left uh yeah i mean it's just so so i think like yeah as i identify myself as efficient that is like at the core of my being and because of that i often i'm short with people and it's not like a rude thing it's like and it's funny because it might come off that yeah. way, but it's it's like I value your time maybe even more than you do. It's very Asian. But I it's very Asian. Right. <laughs> but I value my time also, and I don't want to like sure. spend time telling you about something that you don't want to hear about, especially if it's wasting my time too. <laughs> like that sounds bad, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and sure. that's why you know I work hard, not long <laughs> like i i try to like get in do my shit get out drive fast home and yeah. like clean my house for seven hours <laughs> but yeah other sort of core identifiers um i i, I you're just efficient just huh? efficient that's right, it that's it like and nothing else in life like hey i'm jordan i'm efficient. right that's it <laughs> no, no that's everything you can derive from that that's that's <laughs> right imagine <laughs> whatever you think that is, but it would be inefficient for me to fill in any of the other blanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. Like it's funny. I did say, I said male earlier, but now I guess that I think about it now. In fact, there are a lot of ways in which I do. I just, I don't think I identify with the other side. I just sort of am like not uh, asexual is too strong of a term, but like, I don't, I don't think that I define myself by, my sexual orientation or like sort of fitting into a bunch of boxes, but a lot of the shit I do, I guess is like more, right. Homosexual. Um, (laughs) a lot of the things I guess that I do as with everything else can sort of be stereotyped. Like there are a lot of things that I do that are like, Oh yeah, that's like dumb, like shit men would do, you know, like, uh, maybe not Mm -hmm. so much anymore, but like a few years ago, like things that I would do with friends or whatever. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, yeah, a man, like only a man would ever like intentionally hurt themselves by doing stupid shit like that. Um, but I, I think of that as like, we're boys trying to be right. men. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we have the wrong idea, but, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I well, that's funny then. Cause then it's like, okay, now are we men because we don't feel like we have to do that anymore. So do we identify more as men than we ever did before, even though we're not outwardly doing stupid shit? Uh, <laughs> <It's just private. laughs> right. Um, other identifiers. Hmm. Bro, I just have that you're efficient. Right. That's like all I needed to tell you, though. <laughs> I, mean, like, that's it. <laughs> I think. Efficient Jordan. I want to, in terms of like things that that's I want, you mentioned like walking into a room and wanting to seem potent. I want to walk into a room and have people think, recognize that, recognize my strengths. And, and the most important one, I think, being intelligence. Like I don't, mm. I give less of a shit, obviously, about <laughs> what I'm wearing, and more about what you think of me, like intellectually. Mm. Which is hard. That's tough. You got to have an opportunity to demonstrate, right? That. And when you're asking me what I do, and I'm like not telling you, obviously that's not coming across. But right. I, I think, and sure. in the and that's in cases where like the door has been open, right? Like at at work where it, it, the door is always open because like you're contributing. Um, I'm trying to like only provide the information that I think people need to make good decisions. Like I was saying in the example about like interacting with the boss. So th- it's important to me though, that people don't think that I'm stupid or that I'm like uh, making the wrong decision, right? Like that, that, then that's a core thing about me that I would say I like at the top layer. 
You want to not be stupid. I know that I'm not stupid. I want to, I want people to understand like where I'm coming from that like my decisions are rooted like in objectivity and that they're informed. Like if I'm not telling you, it's because I don't think it's pertinent. And if I am telling you, it's not like a feeling. It's not like I licked my finger and held it up to the wind. It's like based on experience or like data, right? Like that's, that is an important part of what makes me me. Hmm. So your outputs too are then very efficient. If you ask, that's what you really want. If you didn't ask, that's not what you want right. to do. If I say, do you want to go eat ice cream and you didn't ask me? Well, okay. Um, I mean, I'm not an asshole. Like, but- okay, but like, no, 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 no. I know. No. But like, if you're reading a book and I'm like, Hey, do you want to play ping pong? It's kind of like, no, I'm reading a book right now. That's why I chose to read a book. I don't know if I follow your example. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, yeah, I was just riffing here. It's just more of, like, yeah, what, like, and I think that's why like as with all the stuff like Mm -hmm. I I sort of struggle with the people who are just forcing themselves into these groups and stuff because I I I don't like nothing nothing's that polarized right like and and I guess that's kind of the conclusion of this whole thing which is like I think it's important to identify in some cases I think there are huge negatives to identify in other ways um it's a part of like human nature, right? I mean, I, I think that like finding a sure. commonality and finding a means of sort of putting yourself with others is a, is a very crucial thing that makes us human, but also um, it can make you inhuman. It can sort of amplify something that might've been a small sort of, uh, who am I to say negative, but a negative personality trait or viewpoint or, political alignment whatever it is and it can give you a soundboard to let that snowball into something that's that's should never have gotten to that point um and so i don't know what the conclusion is i mean i think it's important that we all continue to like sort of put ourselves in these boxes but um there are certainly cases where it's it's not a good thing yeah so recognize the limits perhaps Recognize the limits of putting yourself into a box, accept the limit of putting yourself into a box. Um, maybe try not to be, I, I guess you could be disappointed if someone doesn't like the box that you're in, but try to just be accepting of it and try to be accepting of their box because we all need them better or worse. And like, we're all using them to connect and we're all hoping per, I would imagine good ones or bad ones that they're going to be moving us forward. So yeah, maybe that's the conclusion. The conclusion is uh, we use identity to connect us at different stages of our lives. We may be uncomfortable with the disconnect that identity provides, or we may not recognize it, but later on know that it's a part of you. Um, I don't know, be perhaps proud if it's part of you, but also if it's, you know, whatever, if someone disagrees with it, if it comes with consequence, you have to accept that. And it's okay. It'll be all right. <laughs> if someone disagrees with it, it's no problem. And you don't have to get mad at them if they disagree with it. You can still recognize theirs and that they have limits too. Agreed. Word. Good job. That was a very efficient okay. wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And you know, you know how I am. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Well, yeah. Good chat. Nice.